Welcome, everybody. This is the U.S. Great Sports Podcast. I'm Doug Berry, along with Father Richard Heilman, my most excellent friend. And we've got one of our recurring and favorite guests, Dan Schneider. Yeah, yeah going to be talking about, love this title, No One Is Coming. It's up to us. We're going to break that down, explain what all that means. But, of course, everything begins with prayer, and we always turn that over to the good Padre himself. Sure. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, Doug, before you go, I just want to tell everyone, sure. I'm in a state of grace. I'm in a state of grace. <laughs> <laughs> I went to confession about two hours ago. So I, I, I wasn't naughty in that period of time either. That's so. good. That's good. Yeah, this is me in a state of grace. <laughs> <laughs> you too can be in a state of grace. Just get yes. yourself to the confessional yeah, right that's away. That's right. Good. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tonight we want to, we, we're going to introduce Dan. Before we get into introducing Dan, I want to thank everybody out there who supports the U.S. Grace Force podcast. Your prayers are tremendously important and very helpful, very powerful for us. We thank you so much for that. You know, we're real big here at the U.S. Grace Force about really trying to unite, really working together. We've got to, we got to team up. We got to build a community. We got to understand that, that, that community, that uniting is not just here on earth, but it's also the poorest holy souls in purgatory, the the saints in heaven, we've got to work together, but we've got to have that attitude that says, we got to get this done. And so tonight we're going to talk about that, break that down more in detail. If you want to help us in this U.S. Grace Force podcast mission, you can help us obviously with your prayers. Your encouragement means a lot to us, but also your financial support helps. And you can do that through the Patreon program. Just click the link in the description below. Go on out to the Patreon Say prayer. We ask you to ask God and see if you feel inspired by the Holy Spirit to help us out with a few shekels, throw a few coins our way. Monthly is a tremendous way to help us continue to get this word out to as many people as possible. And we thank you for that and for everybody who supports us through the Patreon program. Now, tonight we've got, again, one of our one of our favorite guests, one of our fan favorites. He is, uh, we got to give him some title, Father. He's, he's one oh, yeah. of our most regular guests that we have. Yeah. Dr. Dan Schneider. Schneider. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we had another title for this program, this episode. And then at the last minute, Dan says, hey, you know what? And he pulls out his, his bug out bag, his go bag. And we like to talk about Father's spiritual go bag. And that you can get at RomanCatholicGear.com, RomanCatholicGear.com. But uh, it's Dan pulled new, up his. Too. It's It's awesome. And it, it is. Just, it grew out of all of our talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, got, I got one go right here bags. on my desk, you know, yep. and we'll be breaking all this down in future yeah. videos and such as well. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Dan. Or thank Kent for going there. A lot of great stuff in here. Very powerful stuff. But there is also that natural go bag, that natural bug out bag that we need to be thinking about. And Dan picked this up and we saw this great. This, this great title just written right there on the bag. And immediately we said, that's got to be the title of the program. That's right. Yeah. So Dan, good to have you on the show again, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Father. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so tell us about this. No one is coming. It's up to us phrase. It's on your bag. It's, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. By the way. I just love that. Yeah. Uh, uh, a buddy of mine, uh, uh, another veteran, he, went, he and I, we, we share a lot of stories about spiritual warfare and, and also physical combat. And uh, he reminded me of a phrase that we used to we used to use back in the day in the military. And, uh, and the phrase is, it's up to us. No one's coming. And the idea is, if you're pinned down in a firefight, and you know that someone could be coming, 
you're just going to sit there and try to buckle in and eventually you're going to get you're going to get overwhelmed as father ripperger says uh, a very sobering statement in a spiritual combat if you take a defensive posture you're going the demon will take you to the woodshed so you got to you got to stay aggressive just like in, in 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 boxing you know i was a boxer and and if you sit in the ring and you want to play play it safe you're going to get you're going to get taken to the woodshed yeah. so the idea is the, the senior ranking officer or the the nco in charge the, the sergeant in charge would look at his guys and they'd be complaining you know what i mean and you would always say, look, complaining is complaining is allowed. Whining is not allowed, right? None of this, <laughs> so you can complain all you want, but no whining. And they would be whining. He said, look, it's up to us. No one is coming. Put it out of your mind that someone's coming, which means you better fight with all courage. You're going to fight to the end yeah. right here today. You got to muster up what it takes to win this battle. And so I have that. that my buddy gave me that, and I put it on my, my go bag. That's awesome. And, and to remind myself nobody's coming it's up to us yes. we got to get holy on our own we got to do it on our own now us as catholic includes the mystical body and that, yep. that's why you know we, we we talked about this as a topic because the us as christians as catholic christians saying i'll quote saint augustine doctor of the church he talks about the totus christus the whole christ christ the head united with christ the body and and i'm going to bring up another another statement that we don't hear much anymore but we got to research we have to bring back the language of the church and that is the totus christus the total christ the church is the church triumphant in heaven the saints the angels the church suffering in purgatory and the church militant this comes to bear in the spiritual in spiritual combat it's up to us and no one's coming we're going yeah. to do it through prayer and we're, we have to tap into the resources we have you know i've got a cavalry my cavalry flag over here from the seventh calf you you can call in the cab and, and the cab guys will come right so you got it you got to call in the cavalry you got to call in the help from the mystical bodies we celebrate uh we yeah. get beyond this ridiculous halloween which has become just nothing but occultic witchcraft and, and dark and now celebrate the real meaning of this season which is all the saints we pray for the souls right on the all hallows eve right and all holy you know all, all, all the holy ones eve we pray for all the souls of our of our beloved dead and then on all saints we celebrate the warriors who who succeeded in this combat and now have uh, have taken the place their place in heaven intercede for us you know i think of uh everybody who joined the united states grace force of course then i think about everybody who lined up at recruiting stations when war broke out you know throughout history but uh, mm -hmm. but these, these people, in essence, lined up at the recruiting state uh, station and said, it, "What the title of our show is? No one's coming. It's up to us. You know, we we got to get in. We got to get in and get in the battle uh, and and stop thinking. Okay, you know, evil's all around us, and you know, this bad things happen. That bad thing." Uh, somebody will take care of that. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I think. Yeah. So, someone will take care of the protesting yeah, in front of the abortion clinic. Somebody yeah. will sign up for the mid, the three o'clock yeah. in the morning adoration hour yeah. at the parish. Someone else will do that. No, it's up to us. No one's coming. No one's coming. It's up to us. It's up yeah. to us. It's up to Father Holland and Doug and yeah. me. And it's up and to so, our And so, yeah, we got to get united. And um, and yeah, again, yeah. I I always, uh, Dan, I always uh, want you to, have, I, if you were on every week, it'd be great. But uh, all the all the uh, fruit that you share, but but uh, your background is just so impressive, and, and I'm really grateful for your service. And but now your service that you're giving in this spiritual warfare that we're in right now, and, and inspiring so many people. Uh, but Dan, you know, it, it's it, it is time for us to unite. It's time for us to get you know you, the mystical body. But um, here we are as the United States Grace Force in the Church Militant. 
but we could be stronger. You know, we could be united now. And here we are, we're, we're airing this on the Feast of Holy Souls. Uh, and, and here we are, you know, uh, venerating the Holy Souls, but also praying for them and, and getting in, engaged with them, uh, getting in contact so that we have each other's six, each other's back. And, and we look out for each other and we take care of each other. And, and that's what the, that's what God has designed. What the church teaches is that we're capable of doing that. So just yesterday, we started a 54-day uh, heavenly Christmas novena. The title comes because uh, we're going from uh, All Saints yesterday and going up to Christmas Eve. And we've become, we've come to understand too. We had uh, Susan Tassoni on last week, but um, the experts say that uh, the church teaches, or it's revealed through the saints, that the, most of the holy souls are released on Christmas Day. I mean, when I conceived getting together and, and starting this prayer campaign where we pray for with the saints for the holy souls and 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 you, and build our holy alliance by doing that, uh, I didn't even know that. And Susan, I said, you got to be kidding me because, and I want people to think about it this way. You know, it's Christmas. We exchange gifts with each other and we've got loved ones who have passed before us and in all likelihood they're in purgatory and they're called suffering because they're looking off to heaven and they wish they were there. We've been given the capability to get them there. We've For Christmas this year, why not give one of your loved ones who passed before you the, the literal key that unlocks the pearly gates so that they can walk into heaven. We've been given the capability of doing that, and that's called a plenary indulgence. So that's one of the things that we're learning right now. In fact, we're in the beginning stages of the 54-day novena, and that's part of what we're doing right now is we're learning all this. We're, we're in training mode right now, and we're going to build up and, and become experts uh, at, at uh, being able to do this. And again, we're going to be building our Holy Alliance but Dan, why why is it important for us to be united not only with the the church militant here on earth, but the holy souls of uh, purgatory and the the saints in heaven? What does that do for us in terms of our power in um, resisting evil, resisting temptation, but also fighting for? Uh, and here's the big thing that we're emphasizing during this novena is fighting for those souls on earth who have lost the gift of faith. Um, so. What, what, what's your understanding of how, how that works with, with uniting with uh, the community saints? Oh, no, it, it's absolutely essential in the spiritual combat. Many times I'll be giving a, uh, you know, giving a talk at a conference and, you know, I'm the guy, I'm on Father Ripperger's team. I've got my PhD. I work with cases of possession, some of the worst that you can possibly imagine. And I'll say, all right, let me start. I'd like to start with my, one of my favorite exorcisms, prayers. And, and you could see people like, oh, man, this is going to be awesome. And I'll just say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the nice. Lord is with thee, right? And let me, let, me give you, let me give you one more. Let's call in some help. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to yes. whom God's love, right? <laughs> then calling in, there's a very important principle. The demons go, right. the, the angels go where they're asked. The demons go where they're not resisted. So we, we have to call in. And one of my first tasks on the very first exorcism case I worked on was, was I was the scribe. I would, everything's in Latin. I was the only one on the team that had any background in Latin. And so I was tracking the prayers in Latin. What was fascinating was watching the reaction in a possessed person, how the demon reacts at the invocation of certain saints, indicating something about, about his entry point, about how he's operating. And, and the principle is this, that God always sends help from the mystical body. But we have to ask. 
we have we always hear the phrase that the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. The Holy Spirit goes where he's asked. He's not going to force himself upon us. The same thing with the saints and the angels. They're going to go where they're asked. But when they come, they bring their charism. Right. Yep. They bring they bring their they bring their charism. And imagine. So we I have I've had cases where every single Marian feast day, this per, this person has some sort of public outburst, some sort of manifestation. Wow. Um, shows up at a church, shows up at the diocese, demanding holy water, only exercised by only by this priest or that priest. And so but it's only on a Marian feast day. Right. So those charisms, liturgical charisms. That that or this saintly charism charisms come into the church and come to bear on that day. This is why we pray to the saints. We ask for spiritual favors and help on their on their special feast day because that's the day that they were that 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 they went to heaven and now can intercede for us. So it brings a cosmic dimensionality, a mystical three dimensional look right onto onto the battlefield and and brings weapons that we don't even know how to use. It brings in a depth to our prayer. It brings in a depth to, to, to our work, our, our vocations, our, our, you know, our apostolates, anything that we do. It brings, uh, um, the Latin word is octoritas, uh, the, the, well, we get the word authority, but it really means the power, the, the gravity, the heaviness, the, the, the authority of the church comes to bear. And we see that, of course, uh, profoundly in exorcism, and, and you can experience it, but that same authority that same power of the church comes to bear at every every time the, that you can you confect the holy root eucharist literally father you command that the bread and the wine you command by your authority as in persona christi that these 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 elements these accidents become the bread and wine by your command that's power may your angels right you pray may your angels confer, can, can convey this to heaven the whole mystical body comes to bear at, 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 at mass, but also when we pray, when you do your rosary rally, you're bringing in, you're bringing in heavy hitters, you're bringing in B-52s, you're bringing in the Air Force, you're, you're bringing in AWACS, which is the, the, the guys way up in the sky, you can't see them, you're bringing in tanks, you're bringing in snipers, you're bringing in all the charisms to bear when you're invoking the mystical body. And now imagine if on this feast day, this saint, is, is their glories are revealed to us. Imagine all saints day. This is a great day. This is a great day for Catholics. This is why I think that, that the, the occultists militate so strongly against it with Halloween. Mm -hmm. Dan, I, I just, I want to emphasize again, this title, no one is coming. It's up to us because everything you just described really speaks in a, in a big way to the fact that uh, you talk about father and when he is, you know, commanding as that, that role of the priest for this or that to happen for us as husbands, fathers to command in our families and men need to, or they, they, they have to take that authority and command. There are forces out there that will engage. Like you said, the angels go where they're called upon. The demons go where they're not resisted, but it's up to us to own it, to, to put our foot down and say, this is what has to happen. Um, because God has seems to have, not seems to, he has ordained it this way where we can't just sit back. He wants us to be part of this. And if you could speak a little more in detail about that based on that statement, again, so the audience understands fully, because I think there's a lot of people out there who still feel like, well, God's got this, God's in control. I see these signs all over, you know, where I am here in East Texas. And I, I've never been a fan of that statement, God is in control, because he doesn't control our free will. He doesn't control the choices we make, whether or not we're going to in, invoke the saints, the angels, call upon these great spiritual forces, this spiritual, you know, magnificence that's out there to help us in this battle, in this fight. 
they're not just going to come on their own necessarily. God wants us to be part of this. Am, am I saying this right? And can we explain that clearly so the audience understands? We all need to understand. I want to understand better. I have yeah. a role here. Yeah. I need to own it. I need to step up because God will send the forces, but I've got a call for them. Is that is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Blaise Pascal said it this way. God bestowed on man the, the, the very great dignity of being causes, meaning he gave this, this no, the, no, God instituted prayer so that man could, so he could bestow on man the dignity of being causes. That it's through prayer that we become a cause of the distribution of grace. We become the cause of divine action in the world, right? It's through prayer. If you look at, for example, Pope Benedict in, uh, in De, um, Verbum Domini, he wrote, um, he, he, gets a, he does a short little riff on, uh, ripped on, on um, Lexio Divina, the four stages of Lexio Divina. Pray, uh, I mean, uh, uh, um, read, meditate, pray, contemplate. And so you, you, a slow reading of sacred scripture, meditating upon sacred scripture, a prayerful reading, but he adds a fifth element, action, axio. So you have, you have uh, 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 lexio reading, meditatio, meditation, oratio, prayer, contemplatio, uh, this reception, contemplation, this receptive, receptivity before God, before the sacred text, but then that leads us to action. And so we have to go to work in the apostle, wherever God has called you, first and foremost, upon our, in our families, according to our vocation, our action is in our homes. When we command, when, when we lead, it's leading spiritually. It isn't being a bully. It isn't being macho. It's leading as a servant, as Christ. What does St. Paul say in Ephesians? Who died for his bride. This is, this is, this is what we're meant to do, right? To, but this is part of the action. But also in, in culture, we think, oh, father's going to do this or father's going to do that. No, the lay charism is secular by nature. Father is ordered towards sacrifice, towards the Eucharist, right? Towards, towards the three gifts of ruling, uh, um, uh, of, of sanctifying, uh, of, of preaching. We, we are, we are, our charism is secular. We go into the world and, and, and take what we get from good theology, DDT, devil th defeating theology. And we go into the world and we apply it into this, into whatever, whatever God has called us to do, our own lives, our own jobs, our own professions. And we go into the world and bring it in action. That's what we're talking about. And, and so, but it's up to us. No one's coming. We have to do the work. Right. But, but, but we have, but we, we are nothing but causes of divine action that God mm. works in and through us, his people in the world. We're leaven. You know, even in the early church, uh, Hippolytus of Rome in the second century talk, talks about, the, I think it was, it was Hippolytus, that the Christian is leaven in the world. That we, we are what brings life, but brings that raises the world up from among the depravity of the fallen world. And this is part of what we do according to how God has called each one of us. Yeah. You know, I, I was thinking about what I was listening to is, is uh, on social media, you, you'll, you'll see that somebody make a quick comment, like God's got this. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I always take that in probably the most cynical way, but, and I shouldn't, but, but it, it's, it's kind of like a permission for us to walk away. In, in other words, you know, I don't have to do anything because God's got this and he didn't design right. it that way. He yeah. designed it. You know, and, and again, I, you know, I, I harp on this a lot, but, but God's a perfect father. And so he doesn't want to raise spoiled children that think he's a candy machine that always says we want it, we get it. No, uh, God asks us to implore him. 
he wants us to strive for for what we're we're asking for but but he's calling upon us to as you say through prayer but but fervent prayer you know the it, god speaks to the heart of of a fervent prayer you know but uh, he wants us to show do you really want this do you really want this and and so um you know where i was going there with that though is just you know it's the idea that god is pulling up as a perfect dad does the very best out of us he's trying to draw that out he's trying to get us to strive to reach our greatest potential you know that, that we just recently had a reading about the mustard seed that it you know it remains just a seed but if it if it breaks open if it germinates if it begins to extend itself then it becomes this huge bush that all the birds of the air can find a nest, you know, but it's, it reaches its greatest potential of what, why it was created. And God wants us to strive for that and not just, you know, uh, kind of selfishly mosey along and just go, God's got this and I don't have to do anything. So that's why too, you know, no one's coming. That's what, that's what I see that as no one's coming. It's up to you. I can almost see God in that dad tone, you know, <laughs> no one's coming. It's up to you. Yeah, That's yeah it's I like you get on the bike. You know, when, when, you, yeah. when you first teach your children to ride that bike, hey, it's up to you. I'm letting go, right? Yeah, right. At one right. point, you're on your own, buddy. And That's you don't right. Need, but this, right, mama's not going to save you. She's That's in the right. house and I won't let her watch because she's the nurse. She's terrified. Yeah. And so, <laughs> what we've, so what we've done together, you know, as a church militant is we've, looked at all the ways God wants us to do it, okay? The way he's revealed himself through sacred scriptures, through the saints, through our blessed mother, through apparitions and the, and the like. And we said, okay, we're going to do it the way you ask us to do it, but we're going to do it, okay? It's up to us. We're going to do it. And that's what we've explored together. We be, we've, we, the, it's the art of spiritual warfare, right? And, and, and growing stronger ourselves spiritually, Oh, I, I almost forgot too, because we're getting deeper in the show and I wanted to hold this up, but this is uh, developed for what we're doing. This is called the uh, Strength and Alliance uh, Field Journal. And this is what we're using as a tool for this 54-day uh, Heavenly uh, Christmas Novena. Uh, but in here is everything you need. It, 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 it speaks to the whole baseline spiritual practices of Libra Cristo, right? It, that's all in here, but also the art of, of of praying with the saints for the holy souls how do we build our holy alliance you could build up to a platoon size uh, alliance with you or even a battalion right or a division uh but it it, it equates it to that 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 the, the that uh we maintain the peace through our strength weakness only invites aggression right the devil goes where uh what, what, what's the expression the devil goes where he's uh not resisted not resisted right yeah. that's exactly what this is so anyways uh romancatholicgear.com and get this um and you know we're we're in day 2 right now the 54 day but you can start in whenever you whatever you want but this is uh this is something that again this is learning the art of spiritual warfare learning the best practices of our catholic faith and employ employing deploying all the, that that uh so that we can maintain the peace through our strength so um, Dan, uh, again, I love your military background. Um, you know, you're there and you're being assaulted. <clears throat> isn't it, isn't it, uh, something that, that you're, you're thinking, okay, I got my buddies, I've got my battle buddies with me and, and we can do this, right? 
uh, what, what's that feeling like? I mean, when you're under attack and, and, uh, and, and you're there, but you're not alone, right? Yeah, no, knowing that you're knowing that you're a member of a team is absolutely critical. Right. And, and, and you got to work together because, because, you know, I, and I explain this when I'm, you, you know, um, you, you could do everything right on your team and somebody on your team makes a mistake and everybody and everybody goes down. You know, I could do everything right as a pilot and I could have my my door gunners uh, in the back. If they if they didn't put their adjustments right on the on their machine guns and they turn the turret too far back, they could shoot right into the tail rotor and we all die. They could do everything perfect in their role and I could be stupid and, and, and not, not, not be careless and, and I could make a mistake and we crash and we all die. So we, we have to work together as a team. I, I like the, 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 the saying that, that is often misquoted um, from St. I think it's St. Ignatius of Loyola. He, he, we always hear, pray as if everything uh, belongs to God and work as if it belongs to you. But right. he actually said the opposite. Pray as if everything belongs to, if, if everything is up to you and work as if it belong if it's up to God. Right. So you, you do your work. We do our, we do our work, our prep work for the battle, the, you know, the lifting the weights, the, the exercises, the running, all the disciplines, the firing, uh, um, the, the discipline on your, on your, your, you know, your weapons training or whatever you, you do all your work. But when you go to battle, you trust everything to the Lord, you right. know, you trust everything to the Lord. And so it's being disciplined. What I love about what you're doing is that you're showing the need, not for just, oh, let me come up with this special, this find out this one special saint or this one secret prayer. We fall into superstition very easily. Yeah, exactly. We have to just grind it out, right? Smash yep. mouth Catholicism. And this yep. is what your 54 day novena is. And, and, and experientially, we've learned through Liber Cristo the demon responds to the to the 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 imposition of order as much as to the prayers themselves. Imagine that the imposition of order is absolutely critical, and a life order to prayer, yes. uh, not just that prays once in a while when you need something, mm -hmm. but praying. If you're still praying, Our Father, Hail Mary, give me, give me, give me. You pray like a six-year-old, right? Six-year-olds pray like that. Yep. You have to order your life to prayer, and part of that is. Yeah recognizing that it's not about how you emotionally feel no nowhere except in the last 30 50 years before that nowhere in the tradition of the church that any of the spiritual writers or doctors of the church equate our emotions with our relationship with god yeah. our relationship with god is objective it comes through the sacraments it comes through having a state of grace like you're in right now father and hopefully doug and i are in as well but your soul is gleaning and it's bright because of the state of grace, that's objective. I do appear brighter, don't I? You do. Yeah. I see yeah. it. I see it. I'm yeah, seeing yeah, like yeah. St. Anthony thing there. It's beautiful. <laughs> Our ladies over your shoulder. So it's not about what you feel. So part of it is getting over that and just grinding it out. This is why we, yeah. we use that phrase, smash mouth Catholicism. You just pound it, right? You just keep working it. Whether you and feel one of the key not. words there is discipline. You know, I, discipline. like I said, I just went to confession and, you know, I, I, I got to get over this, but. I, I fall asleep or I forget, you know, to pray my divine office that we're, yeah. that we said that we would do as priests. And I just feel so terrible about that, but I feel undisciplined, you know, I'm working at that. Yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. And and I, I am working at it. I do it less at least, you know, but, but uh, I often confess it, but it's just, I think this is a good example of, you know, the ways in which we need to continue to discipline our, our prayer lives. And I love too the, the, the baseline practices that Libra Cristo teaches, that keeps us strong so that we keep the devil at bay. Uh, and again, those are in this uh, 
this journal that we put together and you, you'll learn all about those, but you've learned, haven't you through Libra Cristo that a lot of people who are under demonic uh, attack, okay. They're not necessarily possessed, but, but yes, uh, they're under, oppression. Yeah. yeah. Oppression that if they get those baseline practices up, if they, in other words, if they get strong, spiritually strong, that the devil finds uh, it very difficult to come in and torment anybody. Is that right? Can you, yeah. can you say something yeah. about that? Yeah. I think, I mean, I'm talking to, uh, arguably, it was either Woody Hayes or Vince Lombardi created Smash Mouth Football, right? We'll, yeah. we'll give nods to both those guys. And what did Vince Lombardi say at, at the end of a losing, at the beginning uh, uh, at, of a season after a losing season? He stands up to the players. And he says, "Gentlemen, this is a football, right? Like we're gonna go back to basics. This <laughs> is a football, okay?" And then he says, "Winning is a habit, but so is losing." Yeah. Right. Yes. So, so, yes. so in the spiritual life, and we know this just for sports, for a sport, we know that discipline is needed. But whenever we say, oh, you got to have discipline. Oh, no, that's that's Pelagian. Oh, no, you're falling into the into into Pelagianism or, you know, yeah, right. no, it's not. This is Catholic Christianity. Discipline, right. virtue and vice have are both the same thing in that they are repeated acts. Yep. And so the repeated act of vice or the repeated act of virtue is, is, is it's critical. And you can't just say, well, I'm going to stop looking at porn or I'm going to stop using bad language. You have to replace a bad habit with a good habit. And it all comes down to having that discipline. You know, you, you, you remember we've seen uh, Karate Kid, right? And, and now they've got yeah. this, this pretty funny series on, on uh, I think Netflix has it, um, Cobra Kai and, and the famous you know, wax on, wax off, paint the oh, fence, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, what did he do? I mean, we, we never thought about this until the movie. We all know what wax on, wax off is. He said, I want to learn offense. All you're showing me is I, I want to learn how to fight. I want to learn how to do karate. And all I'm doing is I'm becoming your slave and I'm painting. And, I'm, and he said, hey, show me wax on, you know, and then, then he does the kick. And so it's the discipline, yeah. the, doing the little things with discipline, yep. genuflecting when you kneel, uh, I mean, hitting your knee to the ground, you know, when you kneel, kneeling, doing the daily rosary, doing all the little things right. So when the big stuff comes, when the punches come your way, you can just move out of the way. Your your body, your spiritual body is more in tune. This is what we're talking about spiritual combat. You get to have your body disciplined as a soldier of Christ. This is the language of the church. We're soldiers for Christ. This is a, this is a battle. The catechism says, that since, that since the beginning of time, man has been in dour combat with the forces of evil. And so how are we going to do that? It's not going to become through just because you, you I don't want to participate. No, you're in. We're all in, right? right? We're all in this battle. How do we do it? You got to accept. It's up to us. No one's coming. It's up to us. You, you have to get yourself holy. I can't get you holy. Right. You have to get yourself holy. It's up to so you. Dan, no one's coming. Dan, on that point about that, that scene that you're talking about from Karate Kid, and, you know, I know the... The older members in the audience will know it if they saw the movies, the original movies. Um, when that happens and M Mr. Miyagi says, you know, show me a box on. He says, oh, box on, box off. You know, paint the fence, paint the fence. And and then he throws the punches and, and the kicks on, and he's blocking everything left and right. He doesn't realize that Mr. Miyagi is training him. Right. He doesn't understand that these basics, these very basics are essential. These fundamentals are essential but he's just told, just be obedient to the instruction because there is, there is a plan yeah. here behind this. And I, I love that because it, it relates to everything I think God is calling us to do in many respects. 
be obedient to the basics, to the fundamentals, understand that the fundamentals become something very, very critical and very important, and very essential. In other words, look, just, you know, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta shut up and follow what the master says to do. And, yeah. and it, it's a hard lesson, but it's kind of like you in the military. And, you know, for the audience that doesn't understand, you were, I know you, you combat pilot, um, helicopter pilot in the first Gulf War, uh, cavalry scout. Um, you know, you've got a lot of experience. You've been out in the field. You've been in, you've been in, you know, wars. You understand what's going on with this. And you can speak to the fact that in your basic training, they're giving you basic rules and regulations that actually can help save your life if you just follow those fundamentals. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. And everybody, everybody's like, oh, I want to be a Green Beret. I want to be SEAL Team 6. I want to be a Ranger, right? But you got to master the basics. You can't even show up to, for, for Ranger unless you've already excelled your peers in the very basics. Right. And what are the basics of basic rangering? basic soldiering knowing the rules of combat the first rule of rogers rules for rangers is every ranger is subject to the rules and articles of war you've got to know the rules of the rules of engagement and you also have to be proficient what he says you have to have your your musket scoured your your hatchet sharpened and 60 round of balls of powder and ball ready to go at a moment's notice right you got to be ready what does that look like saint catherine of siena says it says everybody should pray Everyone should pray at least 30 minutes a day, unless you're busy, she said. And then she said, you should pray for an hour. Right. So if we're not praying, and, and there's not a single person listening to this podcast that isn't super busy, right. manic, crazy busy, post-COVID, insane busy. You need to be spending time on your knees, time sitting in prayer. What does it look like? For me, I think it's having the discipline. A certain time, a certain place, you go every day, you spend at least 30 minutes in prayer, you do quiet prayer, you read the scriptures, uh, um, pray in the Angelus, right? Going back to those basics, you know, one of the hardest things for me when I when I started getting involved in spiritual warfare about eight years ago, I used to say, well, Fridays, the church lifted the meatless Friday thing, so we'll just do something else instead, right? I'm from Ohio, you know what I mean? Ohio against the world. We like meat. You know, and so I'll just give up this or give up that. And by the end, you don't give up anything. So I started right. going meatless on Fridays, right? And, and that's one of the disciplines of the church. Right. You're using your body, right? Make your body, says St. Paul, a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Learning to, to wield your body in a way that brings glory to God. Your body becomes part of part of your prayer. Yeah. So a little little small things. You don't have to go go crazy. Just small little sacrifices. The Therese, the little flower. Who, who, who became a doctor of the church with a very simple path to holiness, which is conforming yourself completely to the will of God by offering up all the little things that go wrong in your day and offering them up to God, accepting as from assenting to them and accepting them and offering them up for souls. Yeah. This is this is smash mouth Catholicism. St. Therese, if she put on a uniform, she would she'd have her black on her face she'd have mud everywhere i mean she'd be brutal on the on the on the, the spiritual football battlefield she she she's a she's a giant and it was very simple very simple right. how could somebody who at age i think 14 or 15 went into carmel died at 22 or 23 never left she was a homeschooled very kept and 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 and, and never went anywhere very sweet and wholesome Within, what, 10, 20 years of her death, she was a saint, doctor of the church, co-patroness of foreign missions. Co-patroness of foreign missions was St. Francis Xavier, who baptized up to a million or more. I mean, hundreds of thousands. And uh, uh, how can that be? The power of offering up 
prayerfully offering up everything to God. This is spiritual worries. I, I was teaching, I've been teaching the, the local Carmelites, uh, um, Mariology, scripture, angelology, other things. And, and so I put a picture up of, of, uh, of, of three Marine snipers in ghillie suits. You know what the ghillie suit is? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it, it, it's, it's basically, you look like a moving bush. You're, you're just, you're completely, your clothing is completely hidden you completely. So, so you have to look at the picture and you see them standing there. Once you see the outline break, you see these, you see three of them standing there with their, with their long range sniper rifles. And I put this picture up of these three Marine snipers in ghillie suits. And I said, that's what a Carmelite nun is. That's what you guys are. The world doesn't see you, but you're bringing down fire through your prayer. And they, they looked at me like they were getting teary eyed, like, you get us, you know, <laughs> this is what they do. We couldn't do without the Carmelite prayer. You, no exorcism team worth their salt, right, could, could ever exist without the monastic prayer support of the Carmelites, the poor Clares, the, the Adoration Sisters, the Benedictines. We need them. The, you know, the Carmelites are praying for you, Father. They, they pray for priests at the end of every single Mass. Uh, a mass and so they're, they're bringing down help and we're involving the whole mystical body you know right. so 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 doug and i go into the world doing it as laymen father you and your parish this is how the mystical body works invoking the help of the angels and the saints you know here we are dan and i, I know you'd agree that th- this is like historic evil that we're dealing with right now <clears throat> and um there's an election coming up in a few days uh, that yeah. that's historic and and i think a lot of people are praying that you know that has some effect on turning this evil around but but it's it's going to and and they are they they're the they're the ones that uh you know create create the laws and and uh you know have a have strong influence in manipulating how we go in the culture but dan what happened what do you think happened i mean i i you see right now a lot of people are irritable for instance um, yeah. You see uh, the crime in the streets that's uh, at historic levels. Um, you know, you, you go on and on. You could see the the immorality. I mean, we're making Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, look like a uh, I don't know a Girl Scout unit or some. But it, it's 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 so bad right now. What happened? And you know, the spirits that we're dealing with right now. I, I'm sure you guys have really analyzed this. But what are we dealing with right now? And then what counters that? Yeah, no, I read an article on LifeSite today, and uh, I think it was Seattle School District. I think it was Seattle School District. It was in the West Coast in, in Oregon. And since 2019, they've had, now it was, we had 2019, COVID, two years, and now, now here we are. Um, since, since 2019, the increase, the, the number have, of students in the school system there, public school system that identifies as non-binary, uh, has risen by almost 900%. I mean, the numbers are off the charts. And so what we're looking at is just the unleashing of the spirit of the age and homosexuality, um, this whole gender ideology, this Luciferian, these Luciferian constructs have been, in, have been unleashed in our, in our culture. And so um, and a lot of it is the leadership. You know, there's a certain natural authority right. that the, the, has, the governor has. And if, they, and if they allow this stuff in, when, when you have a you know, an elected official that, that puts um, a, of an avowed Satanist in charge of uh, a health crisis, monkeypox, um, you, 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 when you align yourself and you allow these people in, into 
positions of leadership, it's just going to create open doors. And, and we know this on our own level. You know, if a guy comes to you and says, you know, um, my son, I just caught my son looking at pornography and, and, but I also look at pornography. You're like, well, what's yeah. step one? You need to stop. Right? Right. You need to stop looking at pornography if you, if you, because you've opened the door into your home because you have the spiritual authority there. Right. By, just by natural law, you know, you have a spiritual authority there and you allow it in. And so we have to start closing these doors off because these open doors ha have just been created. And, and, and so, you know, I, wow. I was, right? I mean, I, wow. I was in Albuquerque uh, at, speaking at a conference and Albuquerque is the, is the center of, partial birth abortion in the world they were doing partial birth abortions the only one maybe there's one in china um but there were there was only one or two places in the world that would do partial birth abortion and and people were asking the same question hey why is that why is streets of albuquerque look like the zon like the, the living dead i mean homelessness and crime and drugs you know if you watch cops the, 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 the mayor of Albuquerque had not let them come on anymore because it made the city look bad, you know, from the show Cops, because there, were all, there was so much crime there. And I said, well, simply, you can't, you can't be the partial birth abortion capital of the world, right? right. And not open a portal to hell to your city. Right. I mean, so we have to close this stuff down. And God bless all those pro-life warriors that are out there. You know, some states like Texas close them down but guess where they went they went to new mexico they went to you know they went they just moved to other other states and so this is where the battle is and this is our job as, as lay people to go out there and, and 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 prayerfully pray you know 40 days for life these guys are these guys are true warriors soldiers out there doing that doing you know doing doing anything we can do for whatever god has called us to do but yeah that spirit of those spirits of the age have just been unleashed and how do we stop? How do we push you back? The same old way we always did in the past through saints, saintly living, holiness, sacrifice, offering ourselves up, prayerfully bringing Christ and leaven into the world, but also watching our own families and being careful that we're not we're, that we're in the world that we don't get lured uh, by the world. So Dan, a lot of people are looking at the midterms as being the answer to a lot of the problems we have. Now, as Father yeah. mentioned, yeah, they'll play a part. In a certain natural way, there is that element. We do need good governance in a society and so forth. But your take on, you know, as Father said, we've got some really historic problems. I remember Father Ripperger was on a podcast we did about a year ago, and he said that, you know, talking about the five top demons that sit at the table. And he had said that we have legalized the behavior in our city, in our countries, our cities of what these five top demons really focus on. So he said, this is a different level of problem, even though people will say, yeah, well, you know, we've always had sin. Well, we have, but you've got something unique when you've got, as you mentioned earlier, you put certain people in power who are clearly, they're just tied into, you know, the darkest of, of things that are out there. Yeah, these are not just bad people. These are people that are into the dark arts. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Speak to that a little bit about because I want the I just want the audience to be thinking a little bit about this. I mean, we all need to be, but there are people who still have this attitude. Nah, Doug. You know, you just got to wait for the midterms. Once we get those, those, uh, you know, those seats in the House or the Senate flipped, you know, you just wait. You know, we're going to see. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, it can help in some areas. There's no question. You get a good governor. You get a good school board. You get a good sheriff. That absolutely can help and must be must be fought for we must do that but for people who rely on that as being really the answer to the problem your thoughts on that yeah it yeah, goes no. to the title of the show doesn't it no one's coming it's up to you yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, as long as we get, you know, get the midterms and we'll be fine. And so I'm going shopping and golfing, you know. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's just get it good enough that I can go back to my life, not not have to yeah, worry yeah. about this. But mm -hmm. it's not. We don't know. We 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 do our part. We 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 vote. We 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 hope and pray that the system is fair, et cetera. But we don't know. We you know it it um it it, it you know we one of the phrases we had in the army is uh, yesterday or today was your last easy day. Tomorrow starts over again. Today was the last e yesterday was your last easy day. Today you've got to get back on it. You know, mm -hmm. and so it's kind of like when I when I. If you're training a fighter, you know, if a fighter goes into the ring and, and and let's say you and I, Doug, are gonna are gonna are gonna square up, right? I know that that um, you know, I if I can just get you, I think I can beat you in three rounds, right? I know I can do that, but you've got the endurance and strength, you're bigger than me. Uh, um, but if I know I can take you in three rounds, right? Well, what happens after the third round when the bell rings? I go back to my corner, I'm like Oh man, I, I gave everything and he's standing. I got nothing left. You have to prepare yourself for the full 12 round fight. You have to prepare right. yourself. You know, we, we do our part. We don't give up. We pray. We pray for fair elections. Again, prayer begets what it signifies. Ask and you shall receive. Christians must pray for, for, for fair elections. We must pray for God's will, et cetera. We have to, we have to invoke and keep praying for God or for God to, to intercede. But but at the same time, we have to know that this is not going to happen very quickly. But look what happened with Roe v. Wade. I mean, we had heard rumblings about this. We'd heard about the Supreme Court case was being heard. And like, yeah, well, we've heard this for my whole life, right? And all of a sudden, Roe v. Wade's overturned. Right. When God moves. On my birthday. Fast. On your birthday, right? <laughs> Which is even a greater gift, right? So, so when God moves, he moves fast. But it wasn't, it wasn't that God moved in one day. God moved over the course, right, of years of prayer and sacrifice right. of many, many pro-life people, Joe Scheidler and others that were at the, at, they were frontline guys at the beginning. Um, right. Father, uh, um, who's, who's a priest always on EWTN, Father Pavone, Frank, oh, Father Frank, yeah, Father Frank, Frank Pavone. Pavone. Yeah. These, these guys have been out there fighting this battle. So, so. But when God moves, it just happens very quickly. So the same thing, we just don't give up. We just keep, we just keep going and keep going and keep going. Yeah. And, and uh, it's up to us. No one's coming, right? We just, we just got to keep the battle on. We just keep going. You know, you gear up, you're, you, you refit for, you re, refit for today's mission. Whatever the mission comes, you refit and you drive on, you know, and if the mission is not working, you adjust. Hmm. And, and so that's what we're doing. You know, it, we're, we're using the analogy because you're here with your military background but we're using the analogy of spiritual warfare and, and, you know, physical warfare and, uh, and, and the training that they go through so that they can be, be disciplined. Yes. But they can fight as a, a unit. Uh, yes. But also they, they have over repeated, mo um, repeating, uh, uh, different tactics that, 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 that it just comes natural. It, it, it Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and find life burdensome, and you'll find rest for your soul. Learn from me, for I'm meek and humble of heart. Okay, and and uh, what, what does that mean? It means that meek is that wild horse that's trained that he stops at a diamond at the tap of a rider's heel, but but it's trained, and that's what we've been doing, and we're continuing to do, and we're in the next phase of our training right now, and that is we we worked uh, we've been working at getting personally strong. So that actually is something that we did toward the beginning of the year here. This is the uh, peace through strength. 
uh, prayer journal that helped us to become personally strong. But now we're getting strong as a body, uh, uh, as a unit. And, and, and that's something that's, that's, um, that's taught in your basic training, isn't it, uh, Dan? Oh, yeah. How important, how important it is to, to fight uh, collectively or, or as, as a body. Uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. The, two, the, the many become one, like the two become one, right? Exactly. Yeah. I, the, the, the image that comes to mind is the um, we've all seen the image of the, of the, of the Navy SEAL training. Right. So the SEALs you, and, and they're, they're on the beach and then they got this they're carrying this huge log. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. You've seen that and they're, they're just yeah. dying. And, and it's the weight. I don't know what it weighs, but it doesn't look light. And, and you need eight guys to carry it. Yes. Right. You might get away with seven, right? Or se seven and a half. Right. But if you drop one, everybody else suffers. If you right. drop two, it's starting, it's going to get ugly. If three yeah. guys go, it's, you know, and so it's so working together as a team is very critical. Yeah. You know, so that's, and that's what we're learning in this next phase too is yes, be working collectively as a church militant, but now we have to. God's given us the, the gift of working with those holy souls in purgatory, those grateful holy souls that we reach out in love and, and extend to them the gift of heaven through our plenary indulgence that we offer for them. But also we, we call upon the saints in love and we say, you're mighty, your prayers are powerful. And we ask, please, will you pray with us for that holy soul? Or will you pray for us? For Aunt Betty, who just found out she has cancer, whatever it is, but but we're not going it alone, and we're and, and we're actually utilizing what God has revealed to us and gifted to us, and that is the communion of the saints, and how important that is now in this mm -hmm. phase to be doing that. So again, please, if you would join us, mm -hmm. you can go to usgraceforce.com, find all the information that's usgraceforce.com about this novena that we're in right now the heavenly christmas novena and then you can get your prayer journal at romancatholicgear.com too uh to be our our strength and uh, alliance field journal uh to 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 use this as a mighty tool uh, while we're doing this we're uh we're getting close to the end here i wanted to uh i wanted to ask you uh doug i'll let you get in here real quick but i wanted to ask you dan um you know as we're going now into this election and as some people are saying, oh, good, you know, they're coming, so I don't have to do anything. What is it? What words would you give to people to help them to understand that we've got to remain in the fight? We've got to remain in the fight. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. We can't give up, right? You know, what, what did what did you do in the military? What did you you and your 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 fellow soldiers do um, in the military to kind of keep that energy, that 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 zeal for for staying in the fight? Yeah, yeah, we, you know, we had certain phrases, you may have heard them. One is Fido, forget it and drive on, right? Uh, uh, Charlie Mike, uh, continue the march, right. you know, uh, um, you just keep, you keep moving, you keep, right. you stay in the fight, you keep moving forward, you just don't quit. You, you just cannot quit. You're always working the mission. Now, sometimes the work in that mission might be you go on a retreat, you know, so, right. you know, all of us are busy men working. You're working in your ministry. We're working, Doug and I, in the apostolate. Sometimes right. the most important thing we can do is, is to go back and go do a silent retreat and reconnect. Yep. Sometimes reconnect. it's just getting, 
reconnect with God. You know, I spent a lot of time. I just got a 350-page book that I wrote, uh, uh, and, and the crux of it is teaching people how to pray, spiritual warfare, 12 steps. Really? How to get, how to get What's free. the title? You know, it's it's Libra Cristo. Uh, uh, um, um, the, the Gosh, how can I forget the title? Yeah, Libra, it's, it's <laughs> Libra a manual. Crystal, but it's not Libra out Cristo. yet. It's not it's not it's out not yet. yeah, yeah. Yet, no, right? but I, I say that because because my title, the publisher said, "Hey, we, let me recommend something else slightly different." So it's a manual. Oh, yeah, you're working on it. Yeah, please, a manual. Please keep us workbook. informed. That sounds yeah. awesome. But, but yeah. I spend time teaching others about prayer, and then I don't pray. You know, like yeah, you, right. you forget. You're like, I, I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the range instructor yeah. showing people. Or you get distracted with your busy you, life. You forget. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. wait a minute, I I forgot to pray. Yeah, you. We have to keep. We have yeah. to just constantly set time aside for prayer. And and again, but again, Charlie and Mike, continue the mission. Fido, yeah. forget it. Drive on. We had another one. Wetsu. We eat this stuff up. Right. Yeah. We eat this stuff up. I don't care. I don't care how bad it gets. We eat this stuff up. You know, nice. we, we can, we, 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 you have to learn another one is embrace the suck. I was right? just going to yeah, throw yeah, that yeah, one yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I, yeah. I had a, I had a, like a 10 year old, no, maybe she's 12 came up to me uh, and her family after, after mass not long ago. And my, and then the mom says, Hey Dan, uh, thanks for teaching my, my, my 12 year old daughter. Um, how to the phrase I was complaining about something and she walked into the room and said, Mom, just embrace the suck. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, so it means it means bear your cross, you know, you just embrace it because if you sit down and you complain about it, it's just miserable. It life is miserable when you complain. When you're, when you're complaining about the weather and you're complaining about this, right. you end up with more to complain about. Being positive, we don't know how it's going to get there, but we know in the end, I've got it here, right. I've read it from cover to cover, the good yep. book. In the end, we win, right? We don't know what's going to happen in between. We trust the Lord. We right. just stay faithful. We just keep we just keep plugging away. So yeah, we, we would encourage each other and 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 you know and stick to the mission. Encourage each other. Have have some humor. Um, enjoy life. Uh, the, the, what, what, and don't for, don't think too much about what the devil's doing because what the devil wants us to do. What the devil hates more than anything else is when you and I just have a normal day and we don't talk about the devil we don't think about the devil we do our prayers we spend time with our family play tennis whatever you do and 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 just be human he doesn't want us to be human be human enjoy be 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 be, be uh, positive uh, but just go to work and and when things don't go our way the elections get worse okay we just keep driving on with, with charlie mike you know that attitude i i would i would tell people when people talk about wanting to get in shape and want to exercise and they say, well, I'm praying to be able to exercise. I'm praying for the strength to exercise. So, well, that's, that's good. Do that. But, you know, whether it's your prayer life or your physical training or developing a skill, you know, whatever it might be, even reading scripture, don't wait for the, I call it the angelic injection. It's like you're waiting for that <laughs> shot of steroids. It's all of a sudden, yeah, now I'm ready to go. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's not how it works. I mean, I, I work out and I pray and, and I, I read saints or scriptures or whatever I'm doing. And a lot of times it's, it's hard. It's hard to just simply say, I got to sit down. I got to get this done. I got to go out and I got to work out. I got a weight room in the garage and I got to get, even if it's 20 minutes, I got to get it in. You know, I can't wait for that, that, that spiritual thing that's going to animate me and take me out into the garage. And I'm just going to be lifting weights and, and, oh, I don't even have to put effort into this. That, this title, no one is coming. It's up to us. I say sums up to me is summed up in, you need to own it. You oh, need yeah. to own it. You got to engage in this. I have to engage in this. We all play our role. 
in this in this uh, in this great struggle, and we have got to own it. And like you said, just put your head down and keep moving forward. But you've got to simply say, there's not always that perfect silver bullet answer for this stuff. It's simply the fundamentals of perseverance. And Father, I know we've talked about this in the last couple episodes. Um, one of my favorite scripture verses is it's Matthew 24, 13. Those who persevere to the end find salvation. It's like God is looking for, and we brought that up with Father Ripperger when we had him on recently. God is, he doesn't want wimps in heaven. He wants people who have persevered. They've fought the good fight. They have struggled through and they've chosen to continue to move on. So no one's coming. It's up to us. Own it, engage in it. Don't wait for that angelic injection. You've got to, you've got to keep moving forward with this. And I, I know, and you, you know, you were an old combat pilot. You flew in the heli- you flew a helicopter in the Gulf War. I mean, you saw a lot of stuff and you've been through a lot of stuff. And now you're in this spiritual battle realm where you're also in the thick of this. And I know you have seen the people, because you and I have talked about this, and you brought up in past podcasts, who won't take the steps to do the protocol, for example. And they don't have that discipline, and they simply don't make the progress then. It, 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 can you talk just briefly about that before we wrap this up, about you've got to take the steps, you've got to be disciplined in that. I know you've addressed that already, but in the protocol specifically, you have dealt with the people directly who simply don't want to do it. And when they don't do it, what happens? Yeah, they... they you know, the, the, the old saying, if you keep on doing what you're doing, you're going to keep on getting what you've been getting, you know? Mm. So, so we find that the very, for, for, for people to work through uh, even lower levels of affliction to liberation, it takes, it takes a reordering of the life to prayer and then removing of the obstacles to grace, um, getting, getting, uh, tapping into the power of the sacraments of the church, prayer, discipline, meditation, uh, Lexio Divina, these are very essentials. Really, just reliving, re, re, reliving your Catholic faith, going back to the basics of Catholicism. But it takes time. They most people they're spiritually flabby, you know. Uh, um, you know, I, I tell them, I, I'll say, hey, have you ever seen uh, my six hundred that TV show, my six hundred pound life? Like, yeah, yeah, I've seen it on TV. It's okay. So that show is you got you, you have to get you have to be over six hundred pounds to get surgery, right? And you have to get under 450 pounds before they'll operate on you because for two reasons. One, if they operate on you, you're too, you're too sedentary. You don't, you don't have the, your, your body is just so heavy. Your body couldn't withstand the surgery potentially. And also you're so sedentary. You, you don't have the habits of success to be able to the dietary and the exercise habits to keep the weight off. Even if it succeeds, you survive the surgery. So you have to lose so much weight. And I'll tell people, I'm sorry, don't take this the wrong way, but you spiritually are, you are 600 pound fat slob spiritually. You got to get into shape. You got to get You got to do the work because what happens if you do the surgery and then uh, on the way home, you're hungry. You stop by, you stop by Burger King and, and you get the, you know, Whopper and your Biggie fries and everything else. You don't have the habits to, to keep the weight off. So you have to have the daily prayer discipline to, to, for a spirit, uh, uh, and you have to be committed to that, to be able, to be able to progress through and not just because what happens is, is uh, they'll come to you and they'll say, well, father will pray over you. And if father doesn't pray over you, then I'll go over here. And then, then I, oh, he doesn't have the anointing that I'm going to go to this one. It doesn't work that way. You, right. you, you, grace builds on nature. St. Thomas says, so you have to give God your nature. And part of that is um, pushing back, getting separation from all the areas of your life that the diabolic is, is has a has a foot foot in the door, 
relationships, habits, uh, um, these other things, mental habits, dealing with unresolved trauma, all this stuff needs to get worked through before you, before you find liberation. This stuff, right. it just takes time and it takes, and it takes suffering. It takes yeah. suffering. But you got to own it. You just got to yeah, own, own, own it. You got to say, yeah, Hey, yeah. I, I have to, I'm separated. I'm like, Hey, like I had a priest call me an exorcist. Hey Dan, how do I do this? This guy did this. This guy did this particular ritual and he, and he did this threefold seal. And how do I undo that? And he's looking for a quick way out. Right. And I said, quick way. And he said, and I said, well, it sounds like there needs to be a lot, some more fasting and some penance. And he says, well, I'm praying so much. My clothes are falling off me. And I said, father, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about that guy. You didn't make the pact with the devil. That guy did. He's right. got to own it. There's no quick way out. He's got to own it. He's got to do atonement and reparation right. for his sins. And you're going to help him. You can pray and fast for him. That's good. That's laudable. But he has to own it. It's right. up to, it's up to him. Right. And no one's coming. Now you're going to be here to help it's the church. To, it's going to up to us. It's up yeah. to us. And they're coming. Yeah. So he's got to understand that he's got to own it and say, no, I've lived this way. I'm not going to live this way anymore. I'm going to give my life entirely to Jesus Christ. 100%. Nice. I'm going to live my life as a Catholic. Yep. I'm going to get, I'm going to get holier. I'm going to die trying. Nice. That's good. Hey, before we end to, <clears throat> I want to send an invitation to all the men out there to come to my, <clears throat> my parish at uh, St. Mary's in Pine Bluff for Holy League, an amazing night. Our, our, uh, we'll do this every first Friday. So it's November 4th in my parish. And uh, you can get the information at holyleague.com. But we're going to have a uh, former Green Bay Packer, Mike McCoy, come and speak to us. But it's a holy hour of adoration, confession. We're going to have a beautiful meal. Uh, so it's, it's a real nice night. And so please come and join us if you can. Dan, this has been incredible, as usual. And... <laughs> I get so pumped. Oh, we're going to have Dan on tonight. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me, Father. I love you guys, man. It's, yeah, it's, I love you too. Yeah, it's yeah, just um, awesome. Great Keep important topic. We're yeah. all getting strong. You know, uh, weakness only invites aggression. And, and we're going to keep the devil at bay by getting stronger and as individuals, but stronger as united as a team, as a, as a fighting unit. And so thank you. Thank you so much for bringing all your expertise to us. So let's yeah. end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in us the fire of your love. And we pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 All right, Dan. All right, thanks thank you, so Dan. much. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Doug.